Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, we're here at the Supreme Court where history is unfolding. After nearly 50 years, the nation's highest court overturns Roe versus Wade, taking away the constitutional right to an abortion. Reaction tonight across America. The Supreme Court is illegitimate. Protests and celebrations at the Supreme Court and in every state after the groundbreaking decision. Tonight, the message from the President of the United States. Now, with Roe gone, let's be very clear. The health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. And the reaction from Donald Trump and Republicans. The people have won a victory. The voiceless will finally have a voice. As abortion rights become a central issue in the upcoming November midterms. The big picture tonight, the states where abortion will be banned, we're in Wisconsin, where one clinic turned away 70 women with abortion appointments. Driving more than 20 hours for an abortion, we're in a so-called surge state, where they expect a nearly 400% increase in patients. Why the head of Planned Parenthood calls it a healthcare crisis. And finally, what all parties agree on, that the fight is not over. The part of Justice Thomas's concurring opinion that has critics worried that access to contraception and same-sex marriage is next. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting tonight from the Supreme Court. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night on a day that changed America. We're outside the Supreme Court after the landmark decision that overturned Roe versus Wade and ended a woman's constitutional right to an abortion. As you can see behind me, demonstrators both for and against the court's decision were quick to react here in Washington and across the country. More than 100 cities have already seen protests or plan to over the weekend. 
also reacting some of the nation's largest companies, announcing they will cover employee travel expenses for abortions if they are not available where they live. Some of those companies include Nike, Uber, Alaska Airlines, Citigroup, Condé Nast, Disney, J.P. Morgan, Microsoft, Warner Brothers, and CBS's parent company, Paramount Global. And we also heard from presidents past and present. President Obama called the ruling devastating. Michelle Obama called it horrifying. And President Donald Trump said this gives the rights back to the states as it should have been long ago. We have a team of correspondents across the country tonight covering every angle of this story. We'll start tonight with our chief legal correspondent, CBS's Jan Crawford. Jan, this has been quite a remarkable day. Well, Nora, I mean, Roe versus Wade is one of the few decisions most Americans know by name. And today, the Supreme Court said it's history. When the crowd heard the court had overturned Roe versus Wade, there were cheers. It took every single one of us, people across the political and ideological spectrums, to make this a reality. A reality that for abortion rights supporters was hard to believe. This is a nightmare. I'm 21 and I'm terrified. In the 5-4 vote, the justices overturned the landmark 1973 ruling that guaranteed a woman's right to abortion, sending the issue back to the states to set their own policies. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences, wrote Justice Samuel Alito in a decision joined by four other conservatives. It is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. 26 states had asked the court to overturn Roe. 13 already have laws on the books that would ban abortion almost immediately. The others are poised to ban or greatly restrict it. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people. President Biden blasted the decision. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. On Capitol Hill, Democratic lawmakers marched to the court while Republicans said the ruling was overdue. Alleluia. I woke up this morning praying for this. And I never thought that it would happen. Good evening. In a landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortions. It took almost 50 years of annual marches for life, political muscle, and justices with a strong conservative legal ideology. Chief Justice John Roberts voted to uphold the 15-week Mississippi abortion ban, but refused to join the majority decision to overturn Roe or a subsequent 1992 opinion. With the court's newest justices, all nominated by former President Trump, there were five votes without him. Republican Susan Collins and Democrat Joe Manchin, who voted for Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh, said they were duped, with Collins releasing a statement that they were both insistent on the importance of supporting long-standing precedents. But also a factor, the 2020 death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a champion of reproductive rights, gave Trump his third nominee, who provided the key fifth vote. The three remaining liberals joined in a fiery dissent. Whatever the exact scope of the coming laws, one result of today's decision is certain, the curtailment of women's rights and of their status as free and equal citizens. 
And Jan is with me here with more. So Justice Clarence Thomas wrote a separate opinion as well. It has some wondering, is same-sex marriage, is contraception next? Well, I mean, it, that's right, because those are grounded in some of the same rights. But the court, in the majority opinion, said no. Uh, how could we be any more clear? This case is different. Abortion is different because it involves a human life. Those cases, the right to contraceptive, the right to same-sex marriage, could, are not being cast in doubt or threatened by this ruling, the court said. But Justice Thomas wrote that separate opinion saying he thought they could be on the table. But that's one justice. It takes five. But what if the states move on same-sex marriage or to block contraception? Well, then that would be challenged. It would come right back to the Supreme Court, and you'd probably have eight justices then. Thomas might be here saying, get out of here. All right, Jan Crawford, thank you. The real life and political implications of today's ruling cannot be overstated. President Biden called it a sad day for the court and for the country. He promised to keep fighting for reproductive rights, but made it clear it is up to Congress and the voters. CBS's Nancy Cordes joins us now from the White House. And Nancy, interesting to hear from the president, but what's he planning to do? Well, he's taken a couple of steps already, Nora, and we're told there could be more to come. Here's what he has done already. First, he has directed the Department of Justice to protect women from being punished by their home states if they seek an abortion out of state. Second, he has directed the Department of Health and Human Services to expand access to FDA-approved medications that are used to terminate an early pregnancy. Some states are already trying to ban those pills, and there's sure to be legal fights over that, Nora. But Nancy, the president seemed to make clear to even to his supporters that he can't do much on this on his own, right? Exactly. In fact, he argued today that the only way at this point to restore a woman's right to choose is for Congress to pass a federal law codifying that right. And he said they're only going to have the numbers to do that if voters elect more pro-abortion rights candidates this fall, setting up a key election message that we are already hearing, Nora, from Democrats up and down the ballot tonight. Nancy Cordes, thank you so much. Well, tonight, the national abortion landscape is rapidly changing, with at least 13 states set to ban the procedure through so-called trigger laws within 30 days or sooner. And today, we learned some clinics are already canceling patient appointments. We get more now from CBS's Omar Villafranca. For the second time in almost 50 years, Roe versus Wade, the landmark abortion case originally filed in Texas, has sent shockwaves across the country. Today in Dallas, windows were boarded up around the federal building in anticipation of unrest, while Texas abortion providers prepared for a new reality. I am heartbroken as I sit here today thinking about all the people who need access to essential health care, to abortion, who will be denied that care because of this opinion. Today, Arkansas's attorney general was elated. It's almost as if uh, we had a crystal ball, and I'm so glad that we had that wisdom and guidance to have this ready. Effective immediately, abortion is now illegal in at least seven states, including Oklahoma, where medical staff performing abortions could face prison time. And at least eight of the trigger law states do not have exceptions for rape or incest. In Louisiana, the last abortion clinic shut their doors today. Meanwhile, in Wisconsin, an age-old law banning abortions never went away. 
I'm Lana Zak outside of the Capitol in Madison, Wisconsin. Planned Parenthood here had proactively decided that they were going to stop scheduling appointments as of tomorrow. But with today's Supreme Court decision, it means that all the women with scheduled procedures have now been turned away based off of an 1849 law that the doctors I spoke with called overly broad and antiquated. I am scared because of the way our criminal ban in Wisconsin is written, that there is no exception to physical health. Uh, I am scared that some people will be allowed to get to the point where it does risk their life and that maybe people will lose their lives because of this ban. Back here in Texas, the trigger law will now ban nearly all abortions from the moment of fertilization, except when it's needed to save the life of the mother. To give you an idea of what this ruling means, if a woman here in Dallas, Texas, wanted to get an abortion, to get to the nearest place, she would have to travel more than 350 miles, two states away, to Wichita, Kansas. Nora? That puts it in perspective. Omar Villafranca, thank you. Well, we want to go now to the front lines of a pending border battle between states on opposite sides of abortion. Washington state has recently expanded abortion rights, while neighboring Idaho is ready to impose one of the nation's strictest bans in the country. Here's CBS's Jamie Yukas. This is the scene across the West in states that share a common border but have opposite views on abortion rights. Today's decision is expected to embolden those who already protest the clinic in Spokane, Washington. We stand for the unborn, for the preborn. They're here nearly every day. They're constantly trying to intimidate and badger our employees. We've had protesters follow staff home. Washington state now has 40 abortion clinics. Idaho, just three. In a statement, Idaho's governor praised the Supreme Court for defending pre-born babies who deserve protection. We are going to fight like hell to keep Washington a pro-choice state. Washington state is expecting a nearly 400 percent increase in abortion patients. Already, nearly 60 percent of those coming for care on the border are from Idaho. Others have driven more than 20 hours from Texas. Mother of two, Elizabeth Kiefer Krause, is thankful she did not have to travel to another state. Life-threatening conditions caused her to terminate two early pregnancies. I did not have the time. I would have died bleeding out in a car on the side of the road, trying to get somewhere that would help me. And that is the future we are about to face. But nationwide, assaults against abortion providers are up. 128 percent. Well, my husband put it this way. How does it feel to work somewhere where 70 percent of the population thinks that you're the devil? This clinic was vandalized last July. Now employees are preparing for the worst. Do you put them through training? Absolutely. We have a, our own local security director. We work with a national security team. We have um, contract security on site, and we absolutely do drills. It very much feels like there's a doomsday clock ticking somewhere, and we just don't know when it's going to go off. This is a young crowd here to support not only women's rights, but also protections, they tell me, for same-sex couples. Those I talk to in the crowd say they are concerned about their friends and family across the country, and that this is motivating them to vote in the midterm election. Nora? Really interesting. Jamie Yukas, thank you. 
At this hour, tens of thousands have taken to the streets, both for and against today's ruling, making their voices heard at rallies coast to coast. CBS's Elaine Cajano joins us from one of the nation's largest protests in New York City. Good evening, Elaine. Good evening to you, Nora. All day long, the crowds have been steadily building here at Washington Square Park in New York City. As you can see from our camera position inside the park, as well as our aerial camera from overhead. Now, across the nation, at least 100 demonstrations are planned in the coming days. This protest here in New York City has been peaceful, but people here say that they are angry and in disbelief over the Supreme Court's decision, and they are determined to make their views known. They believe the high court is out of step with most Americans on this issue of abortion access. In our CBS News polling from just last month, two-thirds of Americans said they wanted Roe versus Wade kept in place. In the meantime, these demonstrators say they will continue to make their voices heard. The NYPD and police departments in other cities across the country are preparing for more demonstrations throughout the weekend. Nora? Wow, many people are having their voices heard. All right, Elaine Cajano, thank you. Earlier, we spoke with Alexis McGill-Johnson. She's the president of Planned Parenthood, the leading provider of abortions in America. The organization also provides preventative care like birth control, testing, and treatment for STDs and cancer screening. We begin by asking her which women will be most impacted by today's decision. It affects people with low incomes, uh, black, brown, indigenous, people of color, folks who already are living at the margins. Uh, those are going to be the people who are most harmed. How many clinics across America from Planned Parenthood will be closed? What I can tell you right now is happening is that uh, affiliates are, or health centers are fighting to get every single patient in that they can see right now before the, the state uh, um, issues an injunction. What I can tell you is just the, the devastation that every provider, every frontline staff member, the call center staff, um, the calls that they are getting in uh, from the patients, the tears that they are um, that they are hearing is absolutely overwhelming. How many women do you think will be denied abortion services and will have to perhaps try and travel to another state? Hundreds of thousands of women will be living in states uh, that um, will be seeking access to abortion. They won't be able to get the care in the state that they need. Justice Alito and the other conservatives wrote today in their majority opinion that this will not affect contraceptive rights. In the opinion, he said abortion rights are, quote, inherently different from rights regarding, quote, contraception and same-sex relationships. Is that how you see it? No, not at all. Uh, we see state after state introducing incredibly extreme and harmful legislation related to um, criminalizing IVF, criminalizing IUDs, criminalizing emergency contraception. Wait, so you're saying you already see some state legislatures They're introducing these kinds of laws yes. to make it criminal to travel to another state yes. to get an abortion? Yes. What would be the effect of that? We are seeing, you know, people spying on each other, neighbors spying on each other, um, all for uh, to deny people the right to make decisions about their own bodies. And so the increased criminalization that can happen. Um, and again, I'm not sure how they will enforce these kinds of laws, but these are the kinds of things that are being contemplated. And we have to be very alarmed about this. There has also been international reaction, with countries around the world condemning today's decision. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau called it horrific, while French President Emmanuel Macron said abortion is a fundamental right for all women. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson called it a big step backwards. 
United Nations said it was a huge blow to women's human rights and gender equality. The Vatican, however, praised the decision, saying it is a powerful invitation to reflect, and it challenges the whole world. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas, and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. History was also made today when Congress sent to President Biden's desk the first major new gun control legislation in nearly 30 years. Democrats banded together with 14 Republicans in the House and 15 in the Senate to pass a bill that, among other things, would enhance gun background checks for people under 21 and help states to implement red flag laws to keep guns out of the hands of people deemed dangerous. There was a somber gathering in Surfside, Florida today, marking one year since that 12-story condominium collapsed, killing 98 people. The victims ranged in age from 1 to 92 years old. First Lady Jill Biden attended the memorial, thanking first responders who spent weeks searching for survivors and remains. Yesterday, a judge approved a settlement of just over $1 billion for the victims. We end tonight here in the nation's capital with the Supreme Court behind me after covering the January 6 hearings, the new gun reform bill, and now this landmark decision, marking what has been a consequential week in American history. If you ever needed a reminder that your vote matters, today is the day. For decades, conservatives worked to overturn Roe versus Wade. Today, they were victorious, in part by electing President Trump, who voted to appoint justices who would end abortion rights. Today, President Biden said Congress must act, that voters can have the final word. Those voices will be heard in the coming months before the next elections. A reminder, no matter what side you are on, your vote matters. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. At the Supreme Court, good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.